The sound of Skyclad there, their velvety voices, as velvety as the velvet trousers, rocking us into the start of another Ross Noble podcast. Just as they would have rocked the start of a harvest festival, giving thanks to the ancient gods of the land. I'm Ross Noble, and I'm joined, as always, by Don't Stop the Cavalry. It's Ed Cavalry. Yeah, good to be here. Already on horseback, got a sword in my hand. Just to in keeping, it's great to be here, Ross. You've been doing a bit of in keeping. Yeah, I've, I, I like to. You know, what do you do with as an innkeeper? What's your main duty? Just to pour beers? Uh, well, I would say it's uh, it's supposed to be looking after the inn. Yeah, but traditionally they make a bit of money on the side by uh, renting out the stable, don't they? To who? Jesus. <laughs> You know what I mean? I think you'll find they rented it to Mary. Well, that's true. Well, technically to Joseph. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, do you know that you can, And because I've been looking into it because I'm trying to get some. Go on. But there's something called um, our Saviour's Thatch or our Lord's Thatch. Oh, my God. And you can grow the the exact grass that was in the manger that Jesus was born in. Whoa, but hang on, hang on. Stop the clock, stop the clock. Uh, But that was... Well, you mean like the straw that the animals were eating? Yeah. Oh, well, look, here's the thing, right? As as I may have mentioned on this podcast before, I am the uh, proud owner of two miniature donkeys. Yes. And, uh, you know, I would be interested to see whether the donkeys are, whether they're more inclined to eat the ancient biblical grass mm. or whether they prefer the more modern day grass, you know? It's worth worth a test, isn't it? Would you try it though? Because I'm desperate to get. I'm desperate to see. You know, would I? Eat I'd the- love to see the effect on a miniature donkey of Jesus grass. Oh. I mean, look at wheat, like wheat grass. Look at that. You remember when wheat grass shots were a thing? Oh, what you're saying? And now that now you can't buy wheat grass. When was the last time anyone had a wheat grass shot? Oh, they stopped doing it. Yeah. When was your last wheat grass shot? Look, I've never eaten wheat grass in my life. I've <laughs> never. That is. I'm sorry, but like. I'm not. What's your favourite tour food? What's your favourite, if you're touring, let's say you're touring the UK. Yeah. What's a Ross Noble tour, what's your favourite tour food? Nando's, every time. Yeah, come on, mate. Oh, hang on. Are we, exactly hang on, right. are we talking Nando's or are we, t- oh, hang on, I haven't done the, t- I'm presenting sponsor, they'll be furious. Oh, hang sorry, on, yeah, right? let's, yeah, let's get to the sponsor. Hang on, let's quickly do this, right? Uh, because, as you know, this podcast is brought to you by Disc, which is <laughs> the Druid International Shopping Channel. Yes, it is. And this week's featured product is perfect for the party loving modern Druid who wants to have fun, but also find out about the outcome of an upcoming harvest. <laughs> oh, it all ties together, <laughs> which is why Disc have invented Rune balloons, oh. fun party balloons with ancient runes printed on the surface, allowing you to predict forthcoming natural events, but also dispense with cumbersome bone runes. You know, the bone-based <laughs> yeah, ones. They're, the uh, very, they're heavy and they're cumbersome, <laughs> you know. Inflate your rune, rune balloons and disco away as they float up, bouncing around and telling you about the possible impending plague. Oh. Or fill them with helium, hold them tight, until you work out what the ancient symbols are telling you and allow them ascend to the cloud gods. Rune balloons. Inflate, wait, interpret. <laughs> Just five euros a balloon and you don't have to spend a fortune to tell a fortune. There we go. You can see the future and the future is rune balloons. Whoa. There we go. There's the rune balloons. Ah, uh, well done. Hey, whoa, here's a coincidence. Go on. Came to see your show last night. Was walking to the venue, 
and I saw Nath Valvo, great comedian, and he was there with a, a bloke from a comedy agency, and his name was Ruin. No, lovely Scottish fellow. Was he constantly predicting what was going to happen? Yeah, no, no. It's all he's, it's all he did. He's spoken only predictions. He's caught, hang on, but but like Ruins, but then with a Scottish accent, that sounds like Ruins, doesn't it? Which is what I said. I said, is it Ruan or Ruin? Because I once met a South African boxer called Ruan. Oh, and I think. Yeah, Whoa. I think it was an accent-based differential. Well, tell that story. What happened there? Yeah, I wanted to get into some boxing, and I used to do boxing with the former um, police champion of Queensland, guy by the name of Chopper, Ooh. and we'd box outdoors, and he's in his 50s, and he's the fittest and most fit-firing and, and feisty man I've ever met in my life. And his attitude, which I agree with, was think, don't stink, Ross Noble. What? Think, don't stink? I don't know what that means. Well, don't just throw wild punches. Think that's just getting in a stink. Think about it. Ah, uh, I see. Well, this might come as a surprise to you, but I uh, I myself have got a boxing pass. I think I knew that about you. I think that might be where I was heading. Talk us through it. So I've got a movie, right? I've got this movie where I was going to be playing a, a, a Romanian henchman. Oh. And I thought, straight roll, oh, straight roll. wonderful. What movie? What, what happened? Come on, what happened? <laughs> I'll tell you what it was. It was called, the film was called Freight and it was directed by the same guy who, um, who did the, I think we might've talked about this before, who directed the film Buller Quo uh, about where status quo, um, <laughs> it's status quo play themselves in like a oh, crazy yeah, heist yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So anyway, so that was, that was Freight and I decided I was going to play, like it was like a sort of British gangster. It was about a guy who owned a toilet company. Here it is, a Russian gang operating in Leeds. Oh, Russia, not Romania. With no respect for the laws of England, traffic Eastern Europeans for illegal fights. They come across local businessman Gabe Taylor and a war escalates. Whoa. And then Gabe fights back. It's a bit taken. Yeah, it's yeah. But it's also what's funny is he owns a, a portable toilet business. Yeah, they're leaving that out. So there's an element of, it's like sort of uh, Eastern Promises meets Kenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's got a bit of that. In. So I decided that I would, I thought, oh, I've got to, I thought I'll do a bit of a gangster thing. You know, I'll play a straight part. Yeah. And I thought that would be, that would be fun to just do like a full on, like, you know, like a, a full on English gangster film. Yeah, of course. So I spent 14 weeks learning how to box because I just thought it'd be quite funny if I kind of, you know, if I look like a bit of a, like if I, if I got myself, uh, got myself in shape, you know, so I actually had a bit of a boxer. Yeah, no, I got you know it. I, I got mean? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I also thought for the fights, I thought it'd be quite funny if like when I'm beating people up, I actually genuinely, yes. you know, I look like I know what I'm doing, yeah. you know? So yeah, so I spent three hours a day for 14 weeks uh, <laughs> training, you know, preparing for the role. Yeah. And then uh, that was the, uh, about a week before it was due to film, that's when my house burnt down. Oh no. And the whole thing was uh, oh. that I could, I just couldn't do it, you know? He's, I, I, all my paperwork was void and therefore I uh, I had to get all, you know, oh, new nice. passports and all that sort of stuff. So, well, I um, think the role you would have played I'm on the IMDb, yeah. it looks like it would have been Dragos Florescu. That sounds about right. Well, oh, no, no, sorry, that's the actor's name. Who's, oh. Sorry, Dragos Florescu is a very much a Romanian name. Oh, okay. And he played Sorin. Does that remind you? Because that's it's Sorin or Dracul. Sorin, yeah, maybe yeah, Sorin or Sir. Was it not Sergius? Sorin, yeah. I was thinking I was going to be Sorin. Wow. And um, 
Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, let's look at this, Ed. I mean, would would that have been a good move yes. in Korea to be hysterical? <laughs> Well, yes, yes. Especially, especially because the man who directed it uh, went on to be uh, Stuart St. Paul was his name. Yeah, yeah. And he's also went on to be in Mrs. Brown's Boys the movie. He was man on bike, uncredited. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I wish it was. I was gutless because I put a lot of work into that. I'd learned, yeah, it sounds like learned it. all my lines and everything. I got you know I'd oh. done all the boxing and stuff, but uh, and also it would have been one of those little sort of uh, you know I'm a fan of pop doing things like a little lost gem and people yeah. just uh, people are flicking through and they go what <laughs> what what's he done now Yeah, I think we got to get you back to that. I think we got to get you get you a dramatic role. Come on, let's get you a dramatic role. Yeah, I still I still think you and I share an agent now in a certain parts of the world yes we can get we can get you a dramatic role real smart i've got to get on that lord of the rings thing haven't i that's we've got it we've got to yeah, push for right. that you know the hair's got so long i mean my hair's got so rid- i still haven't had it cut like. you know what let's reach back out and go listen you lot let's be real here look at this man look, look at his body of work just get him in get him a Get him in there, Middle Earth, and let's see what happens. Exactly. Exactly. It's got to to be done, hasn't it? Whoa. What if a version of you exists in Middle Earth? Would you do it so it's like you're doing a show at a theatre in Middle Earth? What, like a jester? No, no, but it's you, but it's you and it's your act, but it's all, and you tailor it to, I mean, to be honest, it's fairly fairly Middle Earth based as it is, (laughs) but could we, that's a bit of fun, and they're all there watching the Middle Earth Ross Noble do a Middle Earth based Ross Noble act. Oh, I see what you'd yeah. What so you're saying like a sort of it it would be like you would see me on stage and so it'd be like Seinfeld, but for Yeah. For the Yeah, but you're, you're doing a show. <laughs> well let's see what they say. Uh, that's a bit of fun. Now can I just give you the um IMDB of Stuart St. Paul? Yeah, go on. Because these are roles that you could have played. Yeah. Um in obviously in Mrs. Brown's Boys the movie, he was man on bike, uncredited. Yeah. He was in a film called Mirror Mask in two thousand and five where he was ticket buyer, uncredited. Oh yeah, yeah, Mirror Mask. That's that was uh, I think Rob Br- was Rob Bryden in that. I saw Rob Bryden on the uh the Graham Norton show the other day. I want to ask you because yeah. I love it when you t- tell a Graham Norton story. Oh yeah, yeah. Go on. Now that the chairs are all fourteen meters apart, yes. it seems slightly difficult to get some vibe going. Yeah. How much in the ad breaks of Graham Norton and during the pre-show and all that? Do they keep you separated from the other big stars so that when you're on that couch, you hear the stories for the first time, or you're all sort of bundled together to try and create camaraderie? Uh, no, they sort of um, they sort of keep. Uh, no, you you sort of stand around. You all meet, but you sort of meet in the backstage. And do you know who's going to be on with you before you say yes? Oh yeah, yeah, very much so, very much so. But then it can change. You know, I was supposed to do it. As one time, I was supposed to do it, and Richard Gere was supposed to be on, and <laughs> and he yeah. never turned up. But could you imagine how much? Because the hamster thing had have to come up, wouldn't it, the gerbil? Why well, you would think so? Because that's like surely <laughs> that's my question. Has has Richard Gere, has somebody, one of his mates took him aside and said, look, there's like, it's nonsense, right? It's clearly nonsense, yeah, but yeah. it started somewhere, but it's that thing of like, has Richard Gere been protected from it? Yes. Yes. Or, right. Right. Okay. You see what I mean? Yes. Or it's one of his friends could take him aside and said, look, Richard, there's this, we know it's not true. It can't be true. It's, it's nonsense, but somehow your name's been attached to this. Oh, no. Oh, I thought you meant, and now the next bit is them saying, our advice, if you want to kill this, 
is for you to make a joke about it in some forum and then it'll all just go away because the sting's taken out. Oh, of it. yes. I see what you mean. Yeah. And then I go on there and I see, or they've gone, so Richard, you're on with such and such, blah, blah. Ross Noble, he's a stand up comedian. He's gone, what? Yeah, what? And he's looked at my work and gone, nah, he's going to bring up the rodents. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I scared him off. What was it? Oh, yeah, yeah. So look, on the boxing front, listen, you know what? Th- like this this show, we're supposed to talk about uh, pop videos, right? And I genuinely think we should today, and I'll tell you why. Lil Nas X. About him. That's all I'm saying. Have you seen his new video? Oh, I'll watch it now. Now, can I just, I just want to give one more acting credit of this bloke because it's, it's the best I've ever seen. Um, in the bill in 1991. Oh, lovely. In one episode, he played Bearded Man. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You remember yep. that, do you? Yeah. And in Juliet Bravo, he played Car Driver. And then in Screen 2, which is a TV series I don't understand, in 1991. Screen, screen 2, yep, yeah. yeah. He played Epileptic Prisoner. Oh, God, it was a classic. <laughs> yeah. I, I never saw that. I, I saw Epileptic Prisoners too. <laughs> Which was the follow-up to Epileptic Prisoners. So anyway, you were saying, what's the little Nas got in store for us? He has got a new music video, which I watched and went, you know what? we got to get back on this music. I know it's been 25, 30 episodes and we still haven't got to Shania, but I think we need to talk about Shania so that we can start, because there's so many good music videos Is this out called there. Montero, Call Me yes, By Your Name? Yes, right, please. I'll, I'll watch it without the sound up, because all right. in my experience, that's probably best with Little Nas. But if yeah, you, go on. If, all right, so do you talk, but if you can start just, to, talking. Just, just, have a, just have a look at the, just watch the first, I'm going to say 10 seconds. And just watch the first 10 right. seconds in heaven. of the video. He's in heaven, right? It's, Here he is. It's like a, it looks a bit never ending story. There's we're going bit. through the clouds. Oh, yeah. Now we're in a sort of, uh, sort of a, Greek imaginary land, ancient Greece. Oh, here comes a snake. I'm assuming this is a Garden of Eden thing. And now little Nas X is got playing a pink guitar under a tree and who are a huge serpent is coming down. And now there's a demon sort of figure who looks to be also little Nas X. Oh no, somebody else. And now little Nas X is trying to run away from the demon, but all of the flowers are turning into his face. This is pretty freaky. And now the clouds yep, are his there face. We go. How can that not what be? Like, you know, Shania has served us well, but come on. Yeah, it's time to move on, isn't it? It is like, but let me just quickly see. Oh, it. this is us next time. <laughs> All right. So because has he done that thing? One of my favorite stories about music videos is the Dandy Warhols when for um not a few of the last junkie on earth, they've yeah. got this sort of apocalyptic game show. It's a great video. Yeah, and they spoken about it afterwards that they were like awesome video guys, well done. Here's a bill for four hundred grand that they had right. to also that pay back, and they said that put them behind. If they didn't get a car commercial for Bohemian like you, yes, they probably wouldn't have gotten anywhere yeah, because yeah. of the weight of the bill. And I'm like, is that what's happened to Little Nas? Well, it's has Little Nas spent too much on this video? Well, this I think this heralds in. Uh, I mean, there's some controversy between uh, FKA Twigs. Formerly known as Twigs. I didn't realise what FKA stood for until I looked it up the other day. Formerly known as Twigs. Ah. Oh, I don't like what's happening here. There's a lot of licking going on now. Yeah, all right. Look, let's save it. Let's save it for when we crack yeah, on to it. I, I, I feel like there'd be yeah. druids. Who be, I think there'd be druids who took issue with that as well. I'll tell you what, there's a lot of religions going all kinds of crazy over this thing. But uh, yeah, anyway, we can we can get to that. Uh, yeah, let's close the book on Shania then. But just quickly though, 
Okay. No, no, fair enough. <laughs> just quickly on the boxing thing, right? Just going back to that for a yeah. second. The fellow that uh, who I was uh, training with, he was. Uh, Rick, he was a hard man. He was a proper hard man, and he uh, and proper English hard, like East End sort of. No, hard? no, this was this was this was in Australia. Oh, this was, yeah. okay, and he okay. um, he said to me, "It only hurts while you're being punched." Now, does that make sense to you? Jeez, there's something in that for all of us. So basically, when the fist connects, when it actually hits you, oh, I see, and then it stops once it goes once it retracts. That's the pain. Yeah, and gotcha, gotcha, everything gotcha. else is just yeah, gotcha, I gotcha, and that's what that's what Chopper meant by think, don't stink. Like, keep trying to think your way through the fight. There's going to be punches. Keep trying to think your way through what's happening. Yeah, and he he said to me, he said because I was because uh, I'm fast. That's the thing about me. That's my style. I'm fast, yeah. quick. I work the quick. body, and uh, but what I'm not very good at is is I would drop my guard. I drop my guard, oh, and I weird. said to him, I said, what's the best way? What's the best way of learning to keep your guard up all the time? We went, oh, it's easy. And he punched me full in the face, <laughs> full in the face. And he went, you know, I'm doing that again. And he was right. Absolutely right. Uh, but he also, uh, I got punched so hard one day that I, because I, I was sparring. That Jeez. was the other thing. I went in for the sparring and they said, we're going to put you in with a guy called Danny the Butcher. <laughs> right. And I went, and and he said he's a big guy, Danny, and you go, you want to watch him, Danny the Butcher. And the day I was, it was my first, it was like my first, you know, like spa, if you like. And it, um, yeah, that's not what I expected when I ordered a spa day. <laughs> Just a Danny the Butcher punching me repeatedly in the face. So Danny the Butcher comes in, he's this big fella. First thing he did was he put a bag of premium sausages down on the counter. No. He did. And he said, there you go. Get them in the fridge. I've just made them fresh this morning. Turns out he was a butcher. What? Wow. He was an actual <laughs> butcher. So there's me getting all worked up yeah. about Danny the butcher. No, nah, it's just a butcher. A butcher. And then, uh, and then anyway, I got me, I got me face punched in and my nose was bleeding. Oh, yeah. And it was like blood everywhere. I was, you know, it's bad, mate. but, and, uh, you know, all because the, there was people in the gym who were just doing the box yeah, yes, yeah, you know, and then I'm sat on the side of the ring, like covered in sweat yes, with blood yes. coming out of me nose. I'm like, yeah, yes, proper. So they, so they did it all up like that. Yeah. They just, they fixed it. And I thought, I can't go home. I can't go home with a bloody face because the wife will go mad. You idiot. What are you doing? Oh, I thought she might think face. you were rugged and tough. Nah, she's not that sort of woman. She's like, you're an idiot. You've been punched in the face. Why are you doing this? Right. right? And anyway, it was when, uh, uh, so when our eldest daughter, she was only like, what? She was, she was just born. She was, it was literally, it was around the time she was born, you know? So, uh, tiny baby. And then, uh, so I'm on my way home and I stop at a supermarket and there's a couple of old ladies there. You know, you know, when they have the, the, the I mean, this is back in the, the, the pre-apocalypse that, you know, when you used to get the samples, you could have a sample. Loved it. Uh, do you remember that? Loved it, mate. So I tried, there's this pat here. I tried mm. the pate and I got it in my mouth going, mm, 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 that's lovely. I was, mm, oh, oh, it's delicious. But as I was moving my mouth and nose around, it must have dislodged the clots. Oh. And then the nose started bleeding again. So it was like League of Gentlemen. I literally, I ate this pate. These old women are standing there. I'm like, oh, this is nice. 
blood starts streaming <laughs> down my face. You know when blood goes on your teeth and it's all like you got the red God. teeth the full the full weekend. Yeah. And these women were like, Oh, I don't think we should eat that patty. <laughs> it's made his whole head collapse. And then and then I, I clotted the blood. I managed to get it clotted. And then I went home and I was changing the baby's nappy. And I, I got the, you know, that thing, like when you've changed the nappy, the, the baby's got a lovely clean nappy on. And then the little feet, the little feet yeah. are in the air like yeah. that. And I put the feet like that, just, just on me face. Oh and I just like the beautiful soft feet yeah. and they smell lovely like that. And I went, Oh, you are so beautiful. You are such a beautiful baby like that. And then the baby retracts its <gasps> her. It the the I used to call all, both of my children when they were babies, I called them it and my wife didn't like it. <laughs> Look at what it's doing now. And it retracted its foot and it boom and it kicked me in the oh. nose and it dislodged the blood again. And I got blood on the baby oh. and, uh, and I went, Ooh shit. And my wife's like, is everything all right? Is everything, wh what's happened? What's happened? And I'm like, you know, I'm wiping blood off the baby. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. go, I, go, I got blood on the baby. <laughs> I just went, no, it's all fine. I wiped it off. Was all, I love them when they're like that. When you, use ah. the, the, you know, when they're like a little chicken, ah, just, you know what I mean? Like a I little know. roast chicken, little kicking chicken. Anyway. So, so shall we, uh, let's, let's get, let's, Actually, I know some people will be a bit sad about this because people like the anticipation, the the uh, the uh, the Beckett. I'm oh, waiting for God. Oh. The Beckett nature of yeah, this podcast, it's so Beckett, isn't it? And also the way that we talk about nothing is hey. also very, re ve very reminiscent Whoa. of uh, Estragon. When I was at uni, every now and again, when I was in the uh, dramatic society, every now and again, someone would threaten to put on a Beckett. And everyone, even at that age, we knew that it was just to be no fun to be had. Boo, get it, the meetings. No, we're not doing that, mate. What we are going to do is when a, a young man who now works in the industry, great young bloke, said, I'm going to direct a stage adaptation of Reservoir Dogs, the movie. Nice. And we went, fucking beauty. Yes. Get the, uh, there's a, there's a brilliant, fucking beauty. there's a brilliant sketch that Joe Brand did once about the, uh, the it's probably online, the Women's Institute staging reservoir dogs <laughs> and it's it's extraordinary it's all nah, these all these older that's ladies funny. going now what the fuck was i talking about you said <laughs> true blue was about a nice guy <laughs> yeah yeah that's us so let's, you got about 10 minutes okay. let's just do some shania move on with we, our lives we've got to get we've got, I had more graham norton questions but we can yeah. sneak one in at the end maybe yeah yeah well i'm wondering if you like how far out in advance, like when you've done it, you've done it a few times, you see yeah. the list of folk, right? Yeah. Do you, do you go, oh, hello? Is it because you know what you're like? Do you save your detailed but somewhat obscure questions about their career because you have such good pop culture knowledge? Do you save that stuff for backstage or do you wait, launch it on the couch and then know that it's going to get edited out but don't care because it's a bit of fun? Bit of both, bit of both. It's tricky because right you got to you got to think about that. Someone's got to edit it, you know, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and also, you know, there's uh, a lot of those, a lot of those anecdotes are pretty, uh, they're pretty locked in, you know, <laughs> they're pretty locked in. So you're, uh, you know, my, my favourite one and I, I have no idea whether or not it made it to the air or not, but um I uh, and I, I I did misjudge it. I'll be honest. Uh, I was on with Jason Momoa and yeah. uh, and I said to him, I said, I love the film. I do love the film. It's just one thing. Aquaman. This is. I said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I might have talked about this before. I said, why is he, why is he wearing shoes? <laughs> because <laughs> because the thing is right is that like 
he's swimming around, right? He's got the web feet, right? He's swimming through the water. Pair of jeans, fair enough. You don't want your downstairs bits catching on a submarine, do you? You don't, you know, like a but bit still, of- still, the amount of drag on jeans, uh, I don't love it. I know he had to be cool and modern and stuff, and I get it, but the jeans still bothered me. But anyway, yeah, so shoes, yeah. So my whole thing was, I said to him, I said, oh, look, you've got the boots on, right? And I go, like- you're Aqua, man. You're swimming around. I think the feet are propelling you along, but you got the boots on. I said, and he goes, have you seen the boots? And I was like, yeah, the boots are cool. I'm not, I'm not taking it. We said, but when you get out of the water, it's two things. One, surely the water's sloshing around in them boots. Exactly. There's, a, there's a bit of sloshing. And I said, or is it the fact that I, go, and I said to him, I went, like when Aquaman's coming out of the water, is it because there's pebbles on the beach? That's and I go, I wanted to see a scene where Aquaman comes out of the water and he's like, I am Aquaman. And then go, oh, oh, me, oh, ha, oh, oh, I'm going to have to get some shoes, some cool boots like that. Right. And everyone's laughing and going like, yeah, fair enough. And he's taking in good spirits. That's but then I, I pushed it too far. Did you? I did. I pushed <laughs> it too far. And I went, and you know, the other thing that I find weird about Aquaman is he's called Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> which he is the characters like nobody to go like there's Jason Momoa right this giant fella right all hero I go Arthur I said and that's the thing about that is and that was the point where I think Graham realised that if he didn't stop me I would deconstruct the entire <laughs> Aquaman in fact I think I said I think I said look I love Aquaman any film where somebody is riding a shark I'm in. I love it. Oh. And I said, and actually, I said, if it's two people riding sharks, the film gets better. There's no film that couldn't be improved without somebody riding a shark. And the fact that there's a hundred men riding yeah, sharks, it makes it exponentially better yeah, for me. So I love it. I prefaced it with that, right? Yeah, this and is all I, positive so far. There's exactly. nothing to get upset about. There, look, like, there's nothing for a man of aqua to get upset about. Exactly. Uh, so therefore, uh, I thought, but I could sense there was the vibe in the, the vibe in the studio was like Jason Momoa was kind of going, is he taking a piss out of my film? Yeah, but so is what it? if he is? Yeah. It's a, it's a movie about a, a, it's <laughs> Aquaman. Like, yes. if he is. I know, but at the same time, I think Graham's sitting there just going, whoa, this doesn't normally happen on the show. You don't have one of the guests just going... You know that film you made? <laughs> and I think he was thinking, we might never get him back on the show if Ross basically oh, is. Oh, he's doing, is, he's going to producer Graham mode. Yeah, I think so. But like, no, he doesn't okay. care. He's, he's the first one to just, you know, like he's, yeah, yeah, he yeah, undercuts good. everything. Right, all so the here time. we go. So what's, so what was the push too far? And, this and is the, great. The push too far is, is when I basically, it was the Arthur thing and I just went, he's called Arthur. That's, I mean, I mean, Really, and and Graham sort of jumped in at that point and just went, "All right, all right, this is now turned into the sad bloke at the office party." And that was like, and he 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 pulled the rug from under me, basically saying, "That's enough. You're basically because it felt like it felt like a sort of Comic Con nerd going, uh, "Excuse me, what about this? What about that?" Which is what I wasn't doing. I was basically going. Let me deconstruct just how. Yeah, because just, the point you're making, which is true, is that these characters are really old. So yeah. they didn't they didn't have the first name 
Jackson with two X's and exactly yeah. and Hunter and Chrysalis and they didn't have those first names when these characters came out in the twenties, thirties, forties, and fifties. So <laughs> exactly. they're all they are called Arthur and they're Clark, all, yeah. and that's yeah. their names. What's Black Widow's real name? Agnes. <laughs> <laughs> Agnes Daphne. That's yes. her real name. Um, anyway, so Shania Twain, let's talk. Like it's been. So- well, last question though. Maybe this is right. the last question. Go on. Have you seen the Schneider cut? Ah, well, you, you know what? I got a question. Go on. What did he cut? <laughs> I know that's an obvious joke that everyone's made, but it's like I need to see what I need to see a short film of what he actually took out. Because God help me, there's a lot of movie there. Did you Did you watch it? Yeah, it, it's here's my description of it. Oh, and at that point, you absolutely froze at the mention at the mention of the Schneider cut. <laughs> You literally completely froze. Basically, what's happened there is Ed's whole body. That's not the internet that froze. That was his, that was his entire body, his brain and his central nervous system stopped and literally shut down because he can't talk about it. If you haven't seen it, I recommend you have a look. It is, uh, it is in black and white and it is in four by three aspect ratio. It is one of the most painful things ever. And to be honest with you, uh, I think as much as I wanted to do Shania Twain, we've lost Ed and that, please don't think that that's, we haven't set this up. That was a genuine, that was a genuine technical issue. And also I could have talked at some length about how I'm still bitter because uh, Zack Snyder, I did, uh, I auditioned to be one of the owls in the Guardians of Gahul, the film that he did about fighting owls and uh, never got the part. And uh, I'm genuinely, uh, genuinely, Genuinely sad because if anyone is going to be a talking owl, a talking fighting owl, would have been me. Anyway, uh, we will do. Uh, should I, I promise we will do because I definitely want to talk about Little Nas X, and uh, uh, we'll get back. <laughs> We'll find Ed. and uh, But for now, uh, thank you for listening. Thanks to Ed. He's still out there, frozen in time. Uh, goodbye. <laughs>